Chapter 10, The Sigillum Jar Now, my boy, that wasn't so bad, was it? Asked Gray from behind his counter as Amory's eyes sluggishly blinked open. He was still slumped on the floor. I feel empty, Amory said sourly. The transfer that took place had given him a feeling of barrenness, a chasm of emptiness. It was as if one piece of the puzzle of which he was comprised could not be found. Everything within him searched and yearned for it, but it could not find what was no longer there. His body ached with the exhaustion of trying to remember something that was once known, but had since been forgotten. I'm sure it will pass, Gray said. Not paying attention to the tallykeeper's response, Amory stared at his left hand. Clenched tightly in his grip was the sibjulum. He had not released his hold of the celadin jar while or after he had fallen. The jar's face was angled toward him full with the animation of life and expression, opening its mouth into a grin. Ah, the jar spoke to Amory. Its eyes blinked and its nose twitched. I am eternally grateful and humbled by your generosity of vitality. I have been trapped under the wickedness of slumber for far too many years. I am quite relieved to be alive and alert once more. Thank you, Amory. My name is Friend. The Sibjulum already knew Amory's name from probing his inner intimacies and memories. Powerful and sincere, Gray said excitedly. Now, if I could get your attention for just a moment, friend, as you will see here. He held in front of the jar's face the declaration signed by both Amory and himself. Amory has agreed to a surrender of two-thirds of all spirits collected, which includes the necessary third as tribute to the Styrene. This payment must be made every Haslin, which, of course, would be once during the period of thirteen solitary gatherings. If these requirements are not met, you, friend, will be returned to me along with all collected spirits. I will contact Engros to enforce this, if necessary. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. The declaration of the trade has been made, and it cannot be retracted. You do well for yourself, Hagler, friend said. The terms are understood. Excellent, Gray declared. I'm very excited to have you in my services, Amory and Friend, and look forward to our mutual success. The boy could not find a word worthy of voicing. Amory, get to your feet, Friend commanded. Amory did as the sigillum asked without question. He noticed that a continually growing heat was being emitted through his hand as he held Friend. The jar was not cold anymore. The heat comforted the dullness left within Amory by the chasm of emptiness. Say these words, Aldur Manata Destis Dudeve, the Sibjulum commanded. Farewell, my boy. You're a collector now. I shall see you soon, Gray said quickly. Amory spoke the words. Amory and Fryn were sent through the portal back to Tempertime Cemetery, back to the bindings. As Amory's feet regained a holding on ground, he lost his balance briefly. He was met by early evening. Stars and three of the moons gazed down upon him. For a moment, the boy was bewildered, confused about his current state. But it all came rushing back to him when the Sibjulum Jar's voice entered the air. What isle is this? it asked. The Isle of Winder, the boy responded. Interesting. Quickly, get down. Friend interrupted itself with a whisper. 
Amory dropped down. There are several folk a short sprint from here. It seems you have stirred the whole aisle. Amory dared not look over the headstones at what friends saw. What are we going to do then? Amory whispered. We will have to hide for the time being. Crawl over to the next portal. You are quite lucky you have befriended me, Amun, for it appears you are quite the center of attention around here. How do you know they are looking for me? No time for questions now. Hurry and get to the next portal. On his knees in one hand, Amory made his way over to the next tombstone. A cold sweat beaded on his forehead. He did not know whether the sweat was caused by nervousness or excitement as the flurry of emotions swirled in his head. Hold my face towards the inscription, directed Fryn. Amory again did as asked. Yes, yes, this should be fine. Now repeat the words I speak. Kuminatev ebtel mina. Amory repeated the Styrene words, and he and Fryn were sent back through a portal to the mysterious dominion of the Apocryphalum.